Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Many and Haney on your home for sports. 1057 The Fan. I think we're getting better on offense right now. We've got a lot of work to do still. There's so many things that we can, we can be more efficient at. Talking to Lamar, I know he feels that way. Everybody in offense feels that way. So it's really just more of a function of where are we at, you know, where are we standing in terms of stacking our development improvement. You know, the ball's finding him, he's finding the ball. You know, I guess probably all of it goes together. You know, maybe the ball's being pushed in his direction for some reason. To make the plays, you got to be a playmaker. You know, and one thing that, to your point, I think is a really good point, is Gino has established himself as a playmaker, and that's really great to see. Those three backs are going to be all playing a lot. You know, they're, now you've got three healthy backs. You know, we haven't had that. I'm sure there'll be a rotation. You know, they, they work that out. Sometimes it's by, by certain scheme. I think it's really awesome that we have such a great division. And I'd, I'd, I'd really be disappointed if we didn't. You know, it'd be just terrible if everybody was not a good team in our division. So that's my best answer, you know. Hey, we respect these teams. This, this is a great division. <laughs> that's John Harbaugh. Talking about the AFC North, which is the best division in the National Football League, at least through nine weeks, which ended last night. And we'll get to that game here in a couple of minutes. But everyone with at least five wins. You have three, five, and three teams. Yep. And the Ravens sit here at seven and two. First place in the division. They got two division games coming up at home where they could really solidify their spot on top of said. AFC North, but yes, it's competitive and for different reasons. I mean, the Ravens are probably the most complete team yeah. in the division. You have Cincinnati, two-time defending champions, with their quarterback getting healthier and a defense that can get to the quarterback and yep. make life miserable for you with skilled players at the yin-yang offensively. Cleveland, stout defense, minus... Nick Chubb, but Ford and Kareem Hunt are doing yeoman's work for sure running the football. Their question is, is Deshaun Watson going to take his game up to Houston levels? And then you have Pittsburgh. Okay, everybody talks about how great their defense is, and statistically they're not, but they tend to make a big play or two in the fourth quarter to save victory. Yep. Offensively, they are challenged. So... Every team, and we, Vinny, we said it before the season even started when we had all our NFL guys on and ladies. Like, you can make a case for every team winning the division. This was back in July, August, early September. Now that we're in the first week of November, 
can you still make a case for every team winning the division with the Ravens right now, obviously having a strong advantage. Bob, I mean, I find it hard to make a case for Pittsburgh. I mean, I I just don't think that they can score points and they're good enough, you know, and and they've been, I mean, as they sit five and three, they could easily be three. I mean, you know who they kind of remind you of the Vikings last year, you know, where they won all those close games found a way to win it right at the end. And that's kind of what they're doing. And they're scoring points on defense more so than offense. So I have a hard time, you know, I, Bob, they'll probably finish nine and what, nine and eight, you know, that kind of thing. Now, if Watson continues to improve, then I think it's a three horse race. And I was thinking last night, Bob, you know, like with the next three games, you know, with Cleveland, Cincy, and then the Chargers, if you went two and one, I think you'd be happy, wouldn't you? Baltimore? Yeah. Well, preferably the two wins would be against your division foes. Then you go out to Chargers. I'm saying you're probably going to split. Uh, all right. What, the next what? Two. That's my gut. Oh. I, I, I so think they beat the, Cincy the game, Chargers? I think the Cincy game is going to be tough just because of uh, I Cleveland's going to be a real physical game. Cincy's got Houston at home, which will be a throw them around. You know, could be 40-something, 40-something. Yeah. You know, and then the Ravens come in. You know, it's going to be interesting to see who's who's healthy. I mean, that's kind of, you know, if you went one and one in the next two. Well, you better win in L.A. Yeah. against the Chargers, who's won two in a row. And they're still the Chargers. I mean, they... Slapped around a hapless Jets offense. For what, 140 yeah, yards? Yeah, I mean, their defense just dominated New York. But the problem, Vinny, would be for the Ravens, which is obvious, if they lose another game at home over the next two, well, it's another home loss, which would be their second, mm-hmm. and it's another division loss, which you don't want right. to happen because you want two and one on the road to start the year. So if they went the two AFC and one... If they went two and one, you know, in the division at home, and they go four and two, figure you win a division, four and two. It all depends yeah, on what Cleveland, Cincinnati. Since he's already got three losses in the division, don't they? They are blah, 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 blah. zero and three. They are zero and two. Zero and two. Okay, so they'd have to win out. They yeah, Pittsburgh's win out. two and zero in the division, by the yay, way. Yay. Yeah, but they play Pittsburgh, uh, Bob. They play Green Bay and then Cleveland and then Cincy. No, that can't be right. Well, to your point, the Ravens, if they go 2-1, and one, I want the two wins to be at home yeah. against division foes. And the Chargers, I mean, they're talented enough to make you miserable, and they can get to the quarterback when everyone's clicking on all cylinders, but the Ravens' offensive line isn't as bad as the Jets' offensive no, line. No, no. You're actually watching the film again, Bob, the Ravens' offensive line. I mean, you know what the Ravens' O-line did against um, – Seattle got better. You know, first quarter, they were not great. Okay. You know, second quarter, good, good, dominant. You know, I mean, they kind of dominated. I mean, Bob, like in the third quarter, he was standing back there eating meeting bonbons, yeah. you know. <laughs> I mean, he had plenty of time. So, yeah, the Ravens offensive line is playing is playing good right now. But to your point, uh, you know, it's a one-game-at-a-time mentality, I guess. Ravens are six-point favorites against the Browns. We'll start the breakdown of this game today 
and moving forward. If you want to get in, you can at 410-583-1057. So the point is, as John Harbaugh was making, and we were talking about it yesterday with uh, uh, who's the guy we had, Nate Davis from USA Today, and uh, of course us three and our listeners. It's a tough division where you can never take anything for granted no. at any time. Also heard John Harbaugh talking about Keaton Mitchell. Will he get more reps? running the football, and you have Gus Edwards, who scored five touchdowns in the last two weeks, Justice Hill, who brings a unique skill set to the equation, and now Mitchell has thrown himself into the fray in a big, big way. So if you're Todd Munkin, nice dilemma to have for sure, but how do you allocate the carries? It was a very balanced carry uh, allotment against Seattle on Sunday. Well, you, you, what you want to do is, okay, what does Gus Bus do best? Basically, off tackle north-south. You know, goal line run, Gus is going to be in there. And, and uh, I mean, Bob, first play of the third quarter, he goes off tackle, goes for, what, 50 yards, you know, breaking tackles and doing those kind of things. All right, what does Justice Hill do better than Keaton Mitchell? Uh, catches the ball out of the backfield. Special teams. No, I know, but it, what I'm I'm trying to divide my reps oh, okay. from my running you. back. You know, just because actually Mitchell breaks more tackles than he's faster. Than Hill, yeah, and he's faster, um, and he catches the ball well. I, I, you know, I saw him at practice enough. I, I think Bob, like Mitchell, can do the same things Hill can do, and a little bit better. But Hill's done them longer, right? I mean, a little bit longer because Hill's had a couple of injury yeah, years, yeah. but I think he's earned, you know, opportunities no for sure. No where doubt. you can't just box him out. And he's probably together. he's probably best in pass protection and stuff too. The three, so they'll all have their roles. You know, like we heard Harb say before that you know they wanted to get him some carries. You know, and then when you get him some carries, and he's getting nine yards a pop. It's like keep him in there. You know, I mean, and then I think Harb says, you know, we may go with the hot. If, if the guy's hot, we'll go, you know, if Hill's getting seven, eight, keep him in. You know, if if Mitchell's doing it, keep him in. And then maybe that's how they'll play it with those two guys. It's Vinny and Haiti, 1057, the fans of the Ravens. Interesting <coughs> test coming up this Sunday at home. Take it on the Cleveland Browns. Cleveland five and three. So they're coming in here with some playoff hopes for sure. They got their starting quarterback in the lineup and playing well this past week against Arizona. You want to get in, you can. 410-583-1057. It's the number Mike Elias was named today by Major League Baseball as the executive of the year for 2023. And rightfully so. Mike Elias has done wonders rebuilding this franchise from the bottom up. General manager meetings are this week, too. So you start... You know, winter meetings is when things start to percolate a little bit. But Mike Elias, he's done a hell of a job turning the Orioles back into a force in the toughest division in baseball, the American League East. So congratulations to him. Brandon Hyde was named last night as a finalist for American League Manager of the Year with Bruce, uh, Bruce Bochy and Kevin Cash. And then Gunnar Henderson with t- uh, Tanner Bybee. And uh, Tristan Cassis as the Rookie of the Year finalist there. Those uh, are announced next week. So the Orioles, the postseason accolades continue on. When you win 101 games, you have the best record in the American League. All right, playoff flame out aside, you deserve credit for what you accomplished over a buck 62. Terps open the college basketball season tonight 
against Mount St. Mary's, laying a strong 20 and a half against the Mount. The Mount moved from the Northeast Concert. They're now in the MAC, the 2A MAC, which Jimmy Patsos' Greyhounds used to reside in way back when. Mount St. Mary's coming off a losing year last year. But two years ago, uh, Eggleston had them in the NCAA tournament, their first four. Roster turnover is a plenty there. Maryland, they have high expectations. With all due respect to you, Mount St. Mary's fans, mm-hmm. a little puffy pants, I think, is happening down at the Xfinity Center. A game you can hear, 105.7 The Fan. The Wizard, Walt Williams, will be joining us to talk about that. Big upset in college hoops last night yeah. in the men. And in the ladies, we'll get into all of that and more. Maryland football, they're at Nebraska. Still two-and-a-half-point favorites against the Corn Huskers. The winner's bowl eligible. Now, Nebraska did lose at Michigan State, which I'm sure Matt Rule is lamenting. But Maryland's lost four in a row. Two of those four have been at home. Yep. And in the ugly variety last week against Penn State. Yeah. And the, the thing that you hate most about the Terps is, is you give up 27 points in the fourth quarter. In the fourth quarter. When the game was already over. Yeah. <laughs> and, and what that tells me, and, and Bob, I, did, I didn't see the fourth quarter is did they quit you know i it seemed to me in full disclosure we yanked it like right after <laughs> like the, most people did like <laughs> early fourth because you had oklahoma state oklahoma yeah. and then you had missouri and georgia so there were other games of interest and you know i hate to admit it but it seemed to me that penn state was trying to uh send a message and, and you know james what? franklin's like eh, why yeah. would you come here look what we can do to you and, and, in front of and if he's fans. got his backups in, Bob, I got no problems with it. You know, I mean, because, hey, they want to play, too. They want to score. It's it's not, if I'm Franklin, it's not my job to tell my guys don't score. It's That's your job to stop them. It's video at 8105.7 The Fed. It's Turn It Up Tuesday. We're cranking it up to 12. Pick a song you want to hear loud. We'll play it. 410-583-1057. Plaza support text lines. Bob Haney, it's Vinny Serrano. It's Nolan McGraw here on The Fan. Call from Mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Sports with balls. 
It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. You know, all those guys have really worked together. Um, they understand teamwork. Everybody has good ideas, and they're all used, and they all support uh, different ideas and things like that. All the things that, you know, you think would be givens that aren't in human nature, right? That's John Harbaugh, Ravens head coach, talking about the work that Mike McDonald, Ravens defensive coordinator, and his staff have put in this year to put together one of the top defenses in the National Football League. And, Vinny, we were talking about it yesterday. Some of these analytic types breaking down some numbers comparing this defense to the 2000 Ravens Mm -hmm. defense, which was one of the great defenses in the history of the National Football League. But we were talking, me, you, and Nolan, before the show started earlier this morning. And we don't know what David Ajabo's status is going to be. We'll get to John Harbaugh talking about him. Uh, as the show rolls on, <laughs> Ravens lead the NFL in sacks. I mean, where would they be without Kyle Van Noy and Jadavian Clowney? And, you know, they've had injuries in the secondary. And, you know, Kyle Hamilton's taken a leap to possible Pro Bowl status. I mean, they, they've done some interesting things with some players that, Geno Stone, come on. Yeah. Really? I mean, Gino, and I'm not disrespecting him at all, but lead the league. You're lying if you said Gino Stone was going to lead the NFL interceptions this year. Yeah. And, and Bob, be totally honest, he's dropped a couple too. Um, the, 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 the big guy, yeah, Bob, I mean, where would they be without Van Noy and Clowney, especially more so Clowney because he's been there the whole time? Van Noy as of late, you know, so those two. And like you said, Geno Stone's another one, Bob, because Williams got hurt. And then the other one, I think the big one is Stevens playing like he's been playing. I mean, because, I mean, I watched the film this morning. He played well. I mean, he covers well. You know, so those four guys were guys that they weren't counting on, you know, at the beginning of the year. So those four guys have helped change that defense because, I mean, they were counting on the linebackers. Although I don't know that. I guess they probably fe- felt like um, that Queen was going to be better. I mean, Queen's been outstanding too. So, and oh, then Matabike, seven and a half sacks. I mean, they probably, what'd we say, Bob? We were hoping for five, right? Sure. With Matabike when we talked about it at the beginning of the year. So, I mean, he's taking everybody on that defense, which to me talks about the coaching staff, is they've gotten better. They've improved over last year always better than he was last year and i don't know if it's chucky smith or what but you know credit the whole defensive staff because unlike maryland the ravens are getting better their players are getting better you know whereas like the thing we're saying about the terps is is why are they getting worse you know they've lost five in a row you know why or four four in a row feels like 10 yeah and they're (laughs) and their players you know we none of their players are like damn look at it look at how no they're not playing as well and that's that, to me, is the biggest difference with, with the Ravens. And then now, you know, the offense, it's starting to come. You know, it's they're they're getting more consistent. Yeah, Terps are like planes, trains, and automobiles. Yeah. Remember that line? Yeah. You're going the wrong way. You're going the wrong way. Let's get out to the phone. Sports at 583-1057 is the number. Last night, Monday Night Football, the Chargers, 27-6, all over the Jets like a Kmart suit. Not that there's anything wrong with Kmart suits. By the way, let's go to Pikesville. It's Q. Q, what's happening? Hey, good day, fellas. How y'all doing? doing a, I'm two and a half games ahead of you right now. That's how I'm doing. 
Yeah, man. Uh, Vinny, we're not going to do that today, man. We're not going to take the, the – we're not going to go the excuse route for Zach. Zach is the main problem. You can say what you want about the old line. Mm-hmm. He had plenty of clean pockets last night, and he held the ball four to five seconds. He stares down the receivers. He doesn't go through his progressions. Same stuff I've been seeing two years ago in his rookie year is still going on now, and it's sad, man. It's who sad. Who could they put in? Q, who, who else do they, do they don't? We don't. We don't have a valuable backup. Tim Boyer and um, Trevor Simeon. Come on, man. That goes back to what I've been telling y'all since we hired Joe Douglas. This dude is not the guy, man. Him, <laughs> You're not Boyle dude, loyal? Dude, I've never been a Douglas fan, man. And then when he was doing the Baltimore BS, bringing in ex-Raven players, that went against my beliefs anyway. Uh, Salah, beyond stubborn. He refuses to yank this kid. Keeps him in. Week in, week out. And unfortunately for him, even though I'm not a Salah fan, He's going to go down with Zach. Both of them is going to be off the team next year if we don't make moves. So, I mean, at the end of the day, people keep saying the O-line. Our O-line was garbage last year. But, yeah, when we put in Mike White and we put in Flacco at times, they were still moving the chains with less receivers. You understand what I'm saying? So, I don't want to hear that BS with people. I'm going back and forth with other Jets fans that some still defending this kid. He's garbage. He is not meant to be in the league. I don't know why we drafted this kid. And it's sad because Herbert has had his worst game. You know, I'm a Herbert, I'm a Herbert supporter. Yep. I told you that a couple of weeks ago. This was this was his worst game yep. of twenty twenty three. When we went against Mahomes, that was his worst game of twenty twenty three. Allen, same thing. Kurt, same thing. You're wasting a solid defense with this garbage, man. And in in the charges was the I think they was the last ranked pass defense in the league. They were and when they came uh, thirty game, second, yeah. Yeah, they so left. when they came in the game when people when, when I had when I seen Jets fans saying, Oh, Zach is gonna shine because he's gonna get this I said, Hold up. Like I told you yesterday when I called. I said, Hold up. You gotta take it a quarter by quarter. Zach is gonna make this this passing defense, this secondary look elite. And that's what he did. At the end of the day, man, Joe Douglas effed up. He had from week one to the trade deadline to pick up somebody. I've been calling for Jacoby Brissett since the season started. I wanted to re-sign Mike White. He keeps the, the stubbornness of these guys is going to get both of them fired, Salah and Douglas. So I don't know, man. I'm just not confident with the quarterback play. You're wasting a good defense. Take it easy, fellas. Yep. There's Q. He he's going through the uh, what are the levels of uh, what do they call that? There's the seven stages of grief. That's what it is. Denial. Denial. Acceptance. Well, we got a ways to go before we get there. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse making. Rationalize. Whatever it is. But you know, I, I'd like to go back to when they drafted Zach Wilson. I don't remember Q kissing his ass, i got to be honest with you. But when they drafted him, whether or not he was for it or against it. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it, it's a disaster. Even the Manning brothers, because I watched that. Oh, well, the, what were they saying? You got to protect the ball, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? And apparently he's got like little hands or something. You're not strong enough in the pocket with the ball. So that's a them thing. That's a Jets thing. And yesterday, less than 24 hours ago, Q was popping off like they'd be in first place in the division by next week. And obviously that is an unrealistic expectation. We have time for another call. Nolan, you make the call with the calls. Let's go to Ray in Baltimore. Ray, what's happening? Oh, what's going on, man? I know y'all coming up on a break. No, nah, you're a good guy. 
We're good. Um, you know, at the end of the day, man, I don't like the love that the Ravens are getting in the national media. I like when they talk about the Ravens bad. I mean, uh, I feel uneasy. Uh, you know, MLB is doing a good job pissing me off, putting um, putting harm over Adley Rushman. I mean, they're doing a good job. They've been doing what me and other Baltimore fans, and I'm going to hang up with this because I asked this question before, but it bears to be asked again. What is it about us as lifelong Baltimore fans? And I know Vinny probably laugh at us when, when we act this way. But what is it about us that we like being miserable and we like for people to pick against us? Because at the end of the day, you know, even when it comes down to the pregame shows on Sundays, man, when they pick the Ravens, it makes the view and pick against the Ravens. It makes the viewing experience that much better when MLB and other, you know, baseball shows and podcasts were talking bad about the Orioles. It made the viewing pleasure that much more enjoyable. And this love fest lately that, especially in the last, you know, two out of three weeks, not counting the Cardinals game, that the, that the Ravens have been getting love, it makes me feel uneasy. So, Bob, is a lifelong Baltimorean, as somebody – who's been looking at sports before I was even conceived. Correct. What is it about, you know, the the mindset of the Baltimore sports fan that make us, you know, really uncomfortable? Because you think most fans would like to be, you know what I mean, like to be celebrated. But when it comes to us, it seems like at times we don't want your love because we know it's not real. We know it's not consistent, and we when we know it don't really mean anything. As soon as Lamar or the defense have a bad game, it's just going to go back to talking garbage the, the, the following day or even that following hour because it's hour by hour at times when it comes to the Ravens' support. So what is it about the Orioles and the Ravens that, you know, the, the, the media and, the, and other fan base, they love to talk trash, but when they give us props, I, I just don't like it, man. Like, if you think that Jonah Hyman is a better catcher than Adley Rushman, I love it because it feeds into my motivation and fandom for the Orioles to do good. So let's say you, fellas. I'll talk to you tomorrow. All right, Ray. Well, a lot to, uh, lot to unpack on that yeah. one. And throw in Maryland basketball, too, in that one. I remember a guy from ESPN a few years ago did the best player for every number. That you like number one was Oscar Robertson or whatever it was. Right. And it got to 55. And this person by 55 was obviously getting very lazy. He picked Brian Zubek from Duke. Brian Zubek, who was some stiff center who had like one good game in his career, played on a national championship team, but a long for the ride guy. Albert King wore number 55 for Maryland, who was ACC player of the year. All-American, lottery pick, one of the highest-rated recruits ever coming out of the high school ranks. So I took offense to that. And I'm going to tell you why. And Vinny, don't take offense to this because you're not from here. People that aren't from here are star bleepers. They want the big stars. They bleep stars. They don't care about the hard-working blue-collar guy. They like the five stars. They like the McDonald's All-Americans. They like the highlights. They like Taylor Swift in skyboxes when people from Baltimore couldn't give two bleeps about Taylor Swift. That's why, Ray, we don't like this fake love. But that being said, Lamar gets his ass kissed. You know what I mean? Nationally. Yeah, oh, yeah. he gets more criticism from the Ravens fans yes. than he does from the national media. So... I think Lamar gets respect for sure. 
But the Orioles, all right, they were picked to finish last this year. And they're going to find reasons why next year to pick them to finish fourth in the American League East. And Brandon, I might not win the uh, manager of the year because Bruce Bochy took over a team that lost 90 games last year. <laughs> now, it's a regular season award, but took them to the playoffs, even though the Ravens or, or the Orioles were picked to finish last. So, Ray, what it is, we got a chip on our shoulder. We're the little dirtball city between Washington and Philadelphia, two cities we don't care about. And then unless you're like a rock star, nobody cares. So we like it. And when we win it, they come on in and pay tribute. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Vinny and Haney's Dirty Dozen. The 12 best NFL teams according to our GM, Vinny Serrato. You're damn right I'm serious. Look, they might not be pretty, but any one of mine is worth 10 of yours. 105.7 The Fan. All right, it's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Turn it up Tuesday. Ravens on fire, winners of four in a row, doing some great things here in 2023. A lot of football left to be played. Week 9 ended last night with the Chargers spanking the old Jets there, 27-6. So stats and records have been accumulated. It's Vinny and Haney, Nolan McGraw. Let's head into Week 10 with this week's Dirty Dozen. All right, review of last week. Last week, Philly 1, Ravens 2, Miami 3, Kansas City 4, Jacksonville 5, Detroit 6, Dallas 7, Seattle 8, Cincy 9, Buffalo 10, San Fran 11, the Jets at 12. All right, so coming in at number 12, 5 and 4 Buffalo. They lost at Cincy 24-18. They're hosting Denver on Monday night. So they have a good chance. I mean, that division's all messed up right yeah. now. They're I mean, good at home. The Bills yeah. are at 4 and 1. But still, they just... Uh, they don't run the ball with a running back much. And the defense can't seem to close things out when they yeah. have opportunities to do to, uh, do so. And Josh Allen's good for a turnover a game. Yeah. Yeah, you're exactly right. Coming in at number 11, 5-3 Seattle. Lost at Baltimore 37-3. They're hosting Washington on Sunday. And now Seattle and San Fran, I mean, they're right there. Now that division, I mean, the leader in that division. Bob, you know, last week... 
AFC played the NFC five times, four, four and one AFC. The only one that won the loss was New England against Washington. Uh, Seahawks, as we saw Sunday, and as we pointed out, Vinny, before the game, Geno Gino Smith's been turning the ball over a little bit here lately. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yes. He had turned it over five times in the previous three games that they played. He, he wants the nothing to do with the AFC North because his quarterback rating is, what, 79, 70, and 49. So, yeah, and he's had uh, five interceptions and six turnovers against the North. So, yeah, he wants nothing to do with the AFC North. Coming in at 10, 5-3 Cleveland. Beat Arizona 27-0 at Baltimore. This is going to be a showdown game. You know, the biggest thing for them is, you know, Watson's back, and he played decent, you know, Over last 100 week. quarterback rating. Yep. So that's that makes the Ravens game that much better because remember last time Ravens played over there, Bob, it was Dorian Thompson-Robinson. Yeah, so that wasn't – that was nothing for the defense, and so that's that's gonna be that's gonna be a nice game. Coming in at nine five and three, San Fran. They had a bye. They're at Jacksonville. That's gonna be that's that's a big game, you know. And then I think San Fran's got everybody back. Debo Samuel, I think, is back, and um, they just need to quit turning the ball over. They're too. favored too. San Fran minus three. All right, coming in at eight, five and three, Dallas lost at Philly 28 23. They're hosting the Giants. And the Giants, Bob, they're going to play uh, what? DeVito? Is that the quarterback? Danny DeVito. Yeah. Thinks Alex Rieger is going to be the tight end. Oh, yeah. Why? Mary Lou Henner is a cheerleader. Waller, he just got put on IR. <laughs> yes, he did. So, yeah, Dallas is, that's they got to be heavily favored, Bob. They are. Uh, Make sure I got. 16 and a half. Damn. Caesar Sportsbook. Hold on to your hats, everybody. Well, the, the best thing that the Giants can do is lose out. You know, and they'd have two wins, and then hopefully they get the first or second pick in a draft. Whew. And they could lose. I mean, they're awful. They're bad. Saquon Barkley's probably wishing they would have traded him. Yeah. Coming in at seven, six and three, Miami lost KC 21 14. They're on by. They're on by. You know, they get a chance to get everybody healthy, rested. The problem with the Dolphins is, their biggest problem with the Dolphins, they can't beat good teams. 0-3. Yeah, can't beat good teams. So, what they they, they just got to beat up. They, they got to beat up on the teams in their division, and they have them at home. You know, they got Buffalo at home, which which will help them. Coming in at 6, 6-2 six Detroit. They were on by. They're at the Chargers. At the Chargers. Well, that'll be an interesting game. They're coming up by. They're going to be fresh. Yes. I think they'll be fresh. Three and one on the road. Their only loss was here. I think they'll be pound and their favorite too. Coming in at five, six and two, Jacksonville. I mean, you you talk about a team that nobody talks about. Six and two, Jacksonville. They were on by, and we're going to find out because they're hosting San Fran, and we'll find out on sa- on Sunday if they're for real or not. They've won five in a row. Coming in at number four, another team that's won a bunch. What four in a row? Cincinnati, five and three, beat Buffalo twenty four eighteen. They're hosting Houston, which C.J. Stroud was unbelievable. You know, threw him for 474. Five touchdowns, including the game winner. And the Bengals are Bengals are getting better. This could be a shootout kind of game. Early uh, over-under is 46 and a half. Yeah. All right, coming in at three, Kansas City 7-2, beat Miami 21-14. They're on by. They're on by. They got to figure out. 
Their their offense is, you know, I mean, they're winning with defense right now. Yeah, they had a scoop and score. Yeah. And then, well, it was a lateral fumble From, recovery. Yeah, and then, Mah- yeah, Mahomes had two touchdowns there. And then coming in, two, the Ravens, 7-2, and two, beat Seattle 37-3. They're hosting Cleveland. And I just think they're getting better. You know, I mean, the Ravens, now everybody's talking about, you know, I mean, well, Romo was all over the TV. Oh, this is a Super Bowl contending team. This oh, is a yeah. Super Bowl contending he team. He had the chapstick out, oh, chapstick out big time. Yeah. And to be totally honest, you know, when you've got the second-ranked defense and the sixth-ranked offense, you know, you've got probably the best one-two punch in the league. And the special teams, let me just say, special teams this past game, they played damn good. Stout's punt was huge early in that game, flipping field position. Yeah, and you know who made the tackle was Wallace. And then you know who made the tackle on that one kickoff where they got him back? Charlie Kohler made the tackle. Charlie. (laughs) Yeah. Your ass down there, Charlie. And then coming in at number one, eight and one Philly. They beat Dallas 28-23. They're on by. They need to be on by. They need to because they're they're pretty beat up right now. They need to get you know they're beat up up front. The quarterback's beat up. You know they got tight end who's out. Goddard's out for six weeks. So yeah, so that's that's going to be an interesting. Bob, I mean if 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 the Ravens, you know if they win the next two. They'll be everybody's odds-on favorite to win the Super Bowl if they win the next two because since he'll probably have won five in a row, you know, and then, you know, if Watson, you know, is playing well, that's that's going to be – it'll be a tight game. But I mean, the, the Ravens pounded them last time, right. Cleveland. But if the Ravens win two in a row against Cleveland and Cincy, they're 9-2, and two, they're 5-1 and one at home, and they're 4-1 and one in the division. Yeah, and then you pretty much uh, – and then all they got left is Pittsburgh. You know, the last game of the season, which they need to pound, you know, come out and score yeah, 20, you know, like. All right. So in summary, Philly one, Baltimore two, Kansas City three, Cincinnati four, Jacksonville five, Detroit six, Miami seven, Dallas eight, San Fran nine, Cleveland 10, uh, Seattle 11 and Buffalo 12. That's Vinny's Dirty Does It through nine weeks. Any issues with it? Ravens number two. I think that's an appropriate ranking for the team that right now is in first place in the AFC North by a couple of games. You want to you wanna disagree? Comment. Feel free to do so. Fortep 583-1057. Mike Elias named Executive of the Year by Major League Baseball. Brandon Hyde, Gunnar Henderson, finalist for Manager of the Year and Rookie of the Year, respectively. Maryland Hoops starts tonight against Mount St. Mary's. Kevin Willard's second-year team, 20-and-a-half-point favorites. The Wizard Walt Williams previews that with us later in the show. What are you drinking? Vinny. Cake bread, shot in A. Haney. Mick Ultra. Vinny and Haney. 105.7. The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 105.7. The Fan. Kevin Allstriker, USA Today. The Ravens Wire. He joins us top of the hour. Talk about the win that was against Seattle. The four-game winning streak. And then look ahead to the Browns as the Ravens are back at it. AFC North. Fun whip around 11-15. A ton going on. We'll get to as much as we can. And then the Wizard Walt Williams will be joining us, preview Maryland, Mount St. Mary's, and look ahead at Maryland's season. Terps expected to be dancing for sure, but as I've said many times, and Maryland fans understand, hey, this eight, nine seed stuff, that's great. 
getting into the second weekend, and that's all very touching. But no, we strive for more. Maryland's got one of the top recruiting classes in the country, and they have veteran holdovers who are honors candidates. So we'll talk to the Wiz about that. And then we'll find out straight with Mr. Electricity, Nolan McGraw. But let's get back to the phones. Let's go to Baltimore, bring in Anthony. Anthony, thanks for holding. What's happening on this Turning Up Tuesday? Hey, how you guys doing today? All right. Good. Um, and I'm just kind of wondering where, with the defense playing so good and just getting better and better each week, what's going to happen when Marcus Williams comes back? What, what kind of places is he going to have? He's, you know, he's supposed to be the best guy back there. I don't, will it mess it up? Will it make it better? I, I have no idea. No, I I th- well, they're playing Worley a lot in there right now because if you notice last game, Hamilton was up towards the line of scrimmage. They were playing a lot of three safeties, you know, and Worley yeah. was back. Back there. So I don't know. The thing with Williams is, you know, if he's going to play with one arm, is Worley with two arms better than Williams with one? That That's what they – because right now the defense is the, – the secondary is playing really well in the back end. I mean, they're covering well, and, and I mean, they're doing a really nice job because Seattle has good receivers. The, the weakest link to me in that whole group is number 10, Mollette. In coverage. Okay. All right, Anthony. Thanks for the call. Let's go to Baltimore. Bring in Rashawn. Rashawn, what's going on? Hello. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Can you hear me? What's up? You got a problem with Vinny's uh, Dirty Dozen? Yeah, I do, man. I definitely do, man. Putting San Francisco behind Dallas? No, nah, I ain't got no problem with that, man. <laughs> Dallas got three losses, man. But um, I called the morning show this morning, right, because they was ranking the top three teams in the NFL. And my rankings was I had the Chiefs at number one, Ravens number two, and Jaguars number three. And I, I ain't had the Eagles in there because the Eagles are a fluke to me. I know they only got one loss, but that one loss is to the Jets. They almost lost to the Commanders, and you should have lost to the Cowboys. So um, I think a lot of these NFC teams are flukes myself. Um, you look at the, the, the Lions, the Seahawks, who would be these number one teams that came into Baltimore, didn't even score a touchdown. Yeah, Ravens held them combined to less than 10 points. I, yeah, I would say points. watch out for Cincy. Watch out for Cincy. I mean, yeah, they, they, they definitely heating up. You know, I give them that. You can't count them out and everything. But, um, yeah, and, and, um, and Rob Long had a problem with me having the Chiefs number one. I said, well, I mean – I know they lost to the – I guess they lost to the Lions beginning of the season. They lost to somebody else. Oh, they lost to the Dolphins. No, the Chiefs lost to Denver. the Broncos, right? Denver. Denver. Yeah, but I give them the benefit of the doubt because they got Pat Mahomes and they are the defending Super Bowl champions, you know, and the Ravens haven't beat them in a while. So it's been a few years. So, I mean, that's why um, – <clears throat> Just I, I on the look test, on the look test, you know, KC's defense is good. The Right. Kansas City's receivers are struggling. You know, yeah, they are. right right now, I mean, when you look at it, like I like the Ravens are sixth on offense and two on defense. They may be, you know, the best coming. I mean, you wouldn't be wrong if you had the Ravens number one. Mm, yeah, well, a lot of people on the show this morning, they had the Ravens number one, but I ain't want to yeah. be seem like I was a homer and everything like and I and I threw a shot at uh, Kai and Trippy and all that, you know, because I know they're 
they they the ones more likely the ones to put the Ravens number one and everything like that. But I didn't want to drink too much purple Kool-Aid like them guys. Yeah, I, I, I kind of did the same thing. That's why Philly Philly's eight and one. You know, and they just beat their big rival at home. Yeah, and they're defending NFC champs too, so they've got some street cred there. Yeah, they suspect. They lost to the Jets, man. They lost to Zach Wilson and the Jets. Hey, Come beat, on. beat Dallas, dude. I mean, what do you want? By luck, yeah, and they barely hey, beat them, though. Hey, Ravens lost to <laughs> Colts and the Steelers. Yeah, that's true. We did lose Colts at home. Minshew, right? Yeah, yeah we lost to Minshew. Minshew. Minshew, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a bad loss, man. Yeah, it was. All yeah. right, all right, yeah. Rashawn. Rashawn going Kansas City number one. Look, it's not an exact science. I mean, the actual champ will be uh, crowned on the field, but the Ravens being number two at least, I don't think there's an issue there at all. It'd be a number one in the AFC. Now we're like splitting hair. You well, know the, I mean? the thing about it is when you look at, all right, Bob, the Ravens played the NFC North leader, spanked them. Played the NFC West leader, spanked them. I Correct. mean, nobody else has beat up, beat other teams, division leaders that bad. And the know? only other team to beat Detroit was Seattle. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's kind of that six degrees of separation. Uh, Kevin Bacon thing. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fed. Woke up back. Kevin Allstriker, USA Today, The Ravens Wire. Talk about Baltimore at 7-2 with Cleveland coming to town. Then it's a short week with Cincinnati red hot coming to town as well. Whip around 11, 15 tons to get to. We'll try to get us to uh, into as much as we can. And the wizard Walt Williams will preview Maryland and Mount St. Mary's and bigger picture stuff like the season itself. Joe Lenardi's latest bracketology came out today. For instance, he's got Maryland an eight seed is being an eight seed acceptable anymore. This episode is brought to you by progressive insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 